0: Are locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Hail, you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And on today's episode, we got to talk about Eli Drinkwitz' reactions to the latest open practice, in fact, the first open practice of the spring season. Eli seemed rather pleased with the turnout for this event. Hopefully we can get a good, some good weather and a good turnout for this Saturday as well. So we're going to talk with Eli, here from Eli, I should say. And also, you know what? I have some thoughts on Nick Bolton possibly going to the Kansas City Chiefs. And also, Missouri put out a small statement about its inclusion in the new college football video game. So I want to get to that as well. But first, let's get to some recent news here. we got some good news, and we got some bad news. And you know what? I'm going to start with the bad news really quickly. Unfortunately, Cody Brown, the four-star running back, recently released from his scholarship from Tennessee, is now going to the University of Miami. Certainly, he teased us by on Twitter by acting like him and Sam Horn might be teammates, raising that possible question. But you know what? He's heading to Miami. So to heck with him. Am I right? No, seriously. Good luck to Cody Brown down in Miami. I think Missouri will be just fine at running back. But you know what? Anytime you can steal a four-star player from the Volunteers, it's a good day. So that would have been a nice one. But you know what? Long story short, I, I frankly would rather have the Gooch kid, the the offensive lineman. I think I'd rather have him if I'm going to pick a position, but that's just me. Now, the good news is, is Kansas football is under total turmoil once again. Yes, while the basketball team has been under NCAA scrutiny, FBI scrutiny, well, you'd like to think the football team could just maybe stay out of the way in that particular athletic department. But when you hire Les Miles in his busy hands, well, anything is possible. And I certainly don't want to make light of any of the allegations levied towards Les Miles. Frankly, my point in bringing this up is years ago, a lot of Missouri fans were wanting Les Miles to be considered for the head football coach at Missouri, especially when Barry Odom was being hired. Well, Be careful what you wish for, and I'll just say bullet dodge there. So thankfully, Kansas has that problem, and Missouri does not. By the way, it's somewhat bizarre that for the third time, in four seasons under Conzo Martin Missouri will be opening up the SEC tournament with a game against Georgia. So far the Tigers one and one in those contests, but you know what, actually the reason I say three out of four is because well Missouri would have played Texas A&M in the 2020 season, but of course that's right when the 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 COVID-19 pandemic really began, at least the shutdowns did and well the SEC tournament was shut down. Missouri, that day, I believe, was set to play and had their game closed down. And can you you believe we're coming up on a year on that sad anniversary? But you know what? Enough, as as little probably said about COVID-19, the better on this particular podcast. But it really is a different feel for Missouri this season, not only because of the pandemic, obviously. Again, let's shove that aside for a second and just think all about basketball. Well, before the tournament was canceled, that was Missouri's last gasp. That was their last chance to to do anything. It was Reed Nico's last chance to see a basketball floor. But this year, Missouri obviously is a much better team, and they're sitting solidly in the NCAA tournament. They're a long way from the bubble at this point. And in fact, really what Missouri has to play for is seeding. You really do want to beat Georgia, in my opinion. That'll help you stay off the 8-9 line, more than likely. Then on Friday, if Missouri wins on Thursday evening, they'd play Friday evening against Arkansas. Obviously, Arkansas is playing as good a basketball as anybody in in the conference right now, but Missouri plays them well for whatever reason. They pounded the Razorbacks in Fayetteville, then lost an overtime game without Jeremiah Tillman in Columbia, so obviously Missouri's got to come into that game pretty confident. But you got to ask yourself, does Missouri for its NCAA tournament chances, do you want them to have a deep run? Well, probably not to be quite honest. Four straight games in a row heading into a, a, a the NCAA tournament week probably not ideal. But here's the deal though. If you're Missouri, you got to go for that tournament. You have to. It's probably as good a chance as you're ever going to have in your entire lives to hang a banner. Because, let's be honest, you got a way better chance at winning the SEC tournament than you do at winning the NCAA tournament, or even making the Final Four, quite honestly. So you know what? Banners hang forever, and if Missouri wins an SEC tournament, that'd be a big deal to me, and yet I'd still have to admit, it probably isn't great for them and their... Their possibilities going forward in the NCAA tournament, so to me again I've already made my case before on this podcast to move the conference tournaments to the preseason or or some I think preseason I really do I think have it at the very beginning of the season kick off college basketball in a big way with a with all the bright lights a big neutral site tournaments all over the country big east ACC the whole deal and put some eyeballs on these big-time college basketball players and big-time teams before March. And yes, this is an old idea. We used to do preseason conference tournaments. Well, guess what? What's old is new again. I'd really like to hear from some other perspectives. You know what? I should get my buddy Pat Lynch in before the NCAA tournament. I was going to do this anyway anyway. But I'd really like to hear from a a Vermont fan because a guy who has the mid-major fan's perspective, I'd like to hear what they have to think about all this. And I do want to get to some sound bites from the always confident Eli Drinkwitz. But first, I want to tell you this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. And Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence To the bedroom. You see, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. The process is simple sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, You'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. No doctor's visits, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. So if you could benefit for, 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 from, excuse me, some extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We've got a special deal for all our Locked On Mizzou listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code LOCKED ON at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code LOCKED ON, to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. And a quick shout out to RockAuto.com, who is keeping more money in my listeners' pockets by giving you the lowest prices you can possibly get on auto parts. And the best part, yes, like our previous sponsor, it's all online. So why wouldn't you go to rockauto.com to save 30, 50, heck, even 100% more? Why would you pay that much more for the exact same auto parts At a chain store. Yes, you're not saving 100%. That would make it free, wouldn't it? No, you're paying as much as 100% at these other stores. And why would you do that? You wouldn't. Because you're going to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle and please write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com and betting on the ncaa tournament or the sec tournament doesn't have to be a guessing game when you listen to locked on bets with your boy q and the betting expert mr lee sterling get their picks blowout specials the wrong team favored and lee's lock of the day i really genuinely love this show so you should subscribe to locked on bets presented by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And you know what? If I were a betting man, and quite honestly, I am, I would wager that Missouri fans are going to be pretty excited about this Missouri receiving core come the fall. Now, this is a really young group for the most part, especially the newcomers, as you might imagine. But I think there's a good chance that Some of these kids, like Dominic Lovett from East St. Louis and Mookie Cooper, the transfer from Ohio State, well, they're already starting to make waves. And, well, Eli Drinkwitz spoke with the media, and he was asked about Mookie Cooper. Obviously, his speed stands out on the football field, but he was asked if anything else stands out about the Ohio State transfer.
0: Yeah, he's got a tremendous smile. Yeah, I love that guy's smile. He's got great energy, uh, great work ethic. His attitude is is about how do I improve. He called me after Thursday practice and was asking me what the next install was so he could get ahead. Um, he's on a mission right now, and I appreciate that. And, and I'm on a mission with him, so I'm really excited about it. I'll
1: tell you, I'm starting to think Missouri got really lucky by getting this Mookie Cooper kid because obviously he's got the talent, he's got the speed, but when you get a kid with that kind of talent. Now he's got a chip on his shoulder, too, because he didn't break into the Ohio State depth chart, maybe the top two, didn't get as many reps as maybe he would have thought, maybe he wanted. So he's got a new opportunity here at Missouri, and you love to hear the off-the-field part of it, right? The fact that he's wanting to dive into the playbook, get into the next install of the offense early. That's exactly what you want to hear from any receiver, much less a kid who's got that kind of talent. Now, Eli mentioned in his press conference, he was really pleased with the turnout. It seemed like there was a few hundred fans in the stands. But what went unmentioned is several recruits were there, too. Some important ones, including St. Louis area cornerback Toriano Pride, who a lot of people believe is a Clemson lean at this point in the recruiting process, but hey, there still, still seems to be a long way to go. So, Missouri still recruiting Pride really, really hard. So, we'll see what happens there. Now, speaking of the secondary, I've spent a decent amount of time talking about the safety position in previous episodes, and it sounds like Missouri corner J.C. Carlisle may be shifting to that safety position this, this spring, or at least the experiment is underway.
0: Uh, yes. JC has been playing a lot of free safety. I, there is no depth chart at the end of spring. I mean, this is just an opportunity for everybody to get playing time. And really at the end of spring, it's, it's um, you know, you got four months to get ready for the real competition. You know, we don't open up with a game. We open up with the fall camp and, and depth charts are really more just for organizational purposes uh, but he's doing a nice job at that position. And he had a pick in tempo that would have been returned to the house. He's natural with the ball in his hands. Uh, he's got that length in, in a ball awareness. So, yeah, we're very, very excited about what his potential is at that free safety position.
1: So, obviously, Missouri's having to replace Josh Bledsoe at that free safety position. Another safety on last year's defense, Tyree Gillespie, that boundary safety, an important player. Jelani Williams out for the spring with an injury. So it's not too surprising that Missouri is trying some guys at that spot just to see what they have. But you know what? One of the reasons they might have that luxury is they may have found themselves a keeper at cornerback in junior college transfer, Jadarius Perkins. And here's what Eli had to say
0: about that young man. J.D. Perkins, you want to talk about a young man who's got great work ethic, attention to detail, Doing everything we're asking him to do, getting reps with the ones, learning a whole new defense. You know, adjusting to different things being thrown at him. Um, he's got the right stuff. He's really got the right stuff. Got great length, uh, short area quickness, ball skills. We're, we're fired up about. We're fired up about what he's going to bring to our defense and the way he's um, practicing. You know, just like everybody. There's good, there's good plays, and then there's plays that he gets to learn from, and and that's why it's so good for him to be here this spring. I know he's really soaking up the opportunity to learn from Coach Wilkes, and uh, you know I thought him and uh, uh, Ennis had some really good break on the balls in the team periods, and, and did a nice job. I know Ennis had a nice uh, red zone breakup and a third down breakup. So uh, those guys are continuing to improve, and, and if you if we can get those all those guys that I've just mentioned to continue to iron sharpen iron and, and really get better. Off each other. I really like the way that our secondary group is going to come together.
1: You know, quite honestly, I thought Ennis Rakestraw did pretty well considering he was a true freshman and was put on a lot of islands as a defender last season, a lot of one on one situations without much help. So, frankly, the more help he can get, the better he'll probably perform, especially with just a lot more experience under his belt. Of course, Rakestraw was a really highly Regarded recruit coming out of high school, and so is Travion Ford. But unfortunately, we're not going to be seeing him this spring. And I've got an update on Travion as well as several other injuries on the Missouri side, including some more sound bites from Eli Drinkwitz. But first, let's talk some more Heisman Trophy 2021, shall we? Because For whatever reason, I just can't get enough of the Heisman Trophy futures topic. And earlier, I brought up Emery Jones at 33-1, to who's pretty much going to be the next Florida quarterback more than likely. But I got to say, the more I look at it, I think there's somebody else, a long shot at that 33-1 to price that I like even better at BetOnline.ag. And that's Matt Corral at Ole Miss. Year two, with him at quarterback, with Lane Kiffin. Certainly, that offense puts up the numbers. So maybe take a shot at Matt Corral at BetOnline.ag. But when you do, here's the important thing: you got to use the promo code Locked On when you you when you initially deposit your very first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts. There's only one place to get all the info on the SEC five days a week, and that's Locked On SEC. Host Chris Gordy of Sports 790 delivers his unique brand of Southeastern Conference analysis with help from local experts from around the SEC network of Locked On podcasts. Subscribe to Locked On the SEC wherever you get your podcasts. And as I mentioned earlier True freshman pass rusher, defensive end Travion Ford, expected to miss the spring, but Eli said that he does expect Travion full recovery, will be back for summer school, that kind of thing. So doesn't sound like he's in any jeopardy of missing any fall camp time whatsoever, but sure would have been nice for him to get as early of a start as possible. Certainly Missouri can always use as many pass rushers as possible and well so far speaking of pass rushers Trey John Jeffcoat didn't present practice recently he's day to day and slot receiver Jalen Knox actually had surgery on what's being called a lower extremity in a very NHL assessment of an injury he's going to be out for the spring so is tight end Nico Hay and so is corner Jarvis Ware who's still recovering from his ACL reconstruction. And Power Mizzou's Gabe Diarman noticed that Missouri guard Case Cook had been snapping the football, playing quite a few reps at center so far
0: this year. And Gabe essentially said, what's up with that? You know, Case and Michael Maetti have had a ton of football. They've played a ton of football. And you don't want to over, you know, there's a certain amount of reps that a body can take. And so we're trying to um, make sure that we do a nice job of making sure Case and Mike uh, don't over over rep, I would say, is the best word, word uh, term. And then it also provides us an opportunity to give that guard position uh, great reps. So you got Luke, you got EJ, you got X, you got Mike Ruth, you got um, Richard Taylor. You got a lot of different guys. You got some Connor Tolleson thrown in there, too. You got a lot of different guys who can rep multiple positions, and it gives them an opportunity to grow and develop. You know, we kind of know what Case is going to do with that guard position. Uh, he's got four years of tape on it. Um, so, you know, giving him an opportunity to be a back, uh, to rep center, just in case Mike's a, a, a rock at that position, but you know, it gives an opportunity to protect our guys too. Yeah. I think that's just
1: smart football, just smart roster management. Give one of your best offensive linemen. If he's got the skill set to play center, to play center too, and maybe you have a backup who is well-suited to then slide into guard just in case again, knock on wood, Michael Maetti were to get injured. I love it. And also, frankly, if you're Case Cook, that helps you as an NFL prospect, too. If you can possibly play that center position along with guard, well, we've seen other Missouri guys like Mitch Morse at some point in his career. He made the transition from guard to center, and now guess what? He plays for the Buffalo Bills and at some point became the highest-paid center in NFL history. Also, quick shout-out to Case Cook, who... Recently cut off his mullet, which is kind of sad, it is. It's like the end of a mullet era, but you know what? It was for a good cause. He's giving his hair to wigs for kids, so tip of the cap to Mr. Case Cook, who seems like a fine young man, along with being a heck of an offensive lineman. And you know, when it comes to the NFL draft, I think the one Tiger, obviously, we're all mostly watching, is Nick Bolton. And Todd McShay of ESPN, who's of course... Well, you could call him young Mel Kiper if you want to stereotype the guy, but he has Nick Bolton going to the Kansas City Chiefs with the 31st overall pick in the first round of the draft. And we'll have a a couple thoughts on this. Number one, as a Chiefs fan, obviously I love Nick Bolton, and if the Chiefs took him, well, I'd be happy to see him. In those colors, but honestly, I don't love the I don't love the the fit necessarily at that high of the draft. Mostly, I just don't love the value. I don't really want to take an inside linebacker at that spot in the draft, especially for the Chiefs. Who listen, we all watch the Super Bowl, right? They need to protect Patrick Mahomes a little bit better. Now, obviously, they've had some injuries. They had an opt out this past season that was significant. Hopefully, the Chiefs will get some of those guys back. But frankly, I would rather spend that, that high of a premium draft pick on a different position. And you know what? The Chiefs aren't going to be the only team in the league that are thinking that way, which is why I'm thinking, while Bolton at one point was projected to go in the teens, possibly the 20s of the first round, I think there's a shot he could maybe pull a Drew Locke and fall into the early, mid-second round because, frankly, of just the position that he plays. It's just generally not seen as a premium position these days, any type of inside linebacker. Now, you're much, you're much more likely to take, obviously, a quarterback, but even an offensive lineman, a cornerback, or especially a pass rusher on defense, right? Those guys are always going to, in this day and age, are going to get much more of a premium than an inside linebacker. And while I love Nick Bolton, I think the Chiefs should probably go a different direction if he's still on the board. And finally, a month or two ago, EA Sports made a lot of waves by announcing that college football was coming back to the video game sphere. But you know what? There's still a lot to be worked out, including some teams that have already said, you know what? Most notably, Notre Dame has said, you know what? We're not in on this version of the game. We're still not quite sure what's going on with the name, image, and likeness deal of which there's supposed to be a Supreme Court case at the end of this month. So Missouri has actually been one of the few teams to make an official statement on this. The Tiger Athletic Department said, quote, we have significant interest in the EA Sports game. However, at this time, we have not signed anything and we are taking a wait and see approach into the NIL legislation is defined. And you know what? That wait and see approach makes a lot of sense at this point. Again, like I just said, there is going to be a Supreme Court case at the end of this month, supposedly. So, why not wait and see? The game isn't certainly going to come out for at least another year and a half, two years, maybe more at this point. Certainly not going to be available before this college football season. So, why not wait and see a little bit longer if you're Missouri? Frankly, that seems to be what everybody in the SEC is doing and most of major college football. But ultimately, I think once this is all settled out, you're going to see most of the Big Five in the first version of the EA Sports video game. And as a Missouri fan and as the host of the award-winning and critically acclaimed Project Run Play segment, well, this this is a real boon because since that last game was released, well, Missouri has had so many different helmets and uniform combinations. Well, in those college football video games, you could mix and match Different helmets with different uniforms and pants and all different kinds of stuff that had never been seen before. For instance, if you want to see what Missouri would look like and it's all whites with a gold helmet, well, that's something Missouri's never worn before, but you can see it in the NCAA video game. Hey, maybe you want to go real crazy and go gold helmets, black jerseys, white pants. Well, you can do it in the NCAA video game. And heck, you can even go further back and say, what about Missouri's current all whites with the Chase Daniel era helmets? Well, it'll all be possible. And frankly, as somebody who's way too obsessed with Missouri football uniforms, I absolutely cannot wait. But speaking of waiting, you know what? I'm not really sure what my schedule's gonna be like the next couple weeks. You're certainly gonna get it going to get plenty of of podcast content for me don't you worry your little head but depending on how many games missouri wins in the sec tournament the ncaa tournament well we're just gonna have to play it by ear won't we because i certainly am gonna have to give you my recaps as soon as possible after any of those games so you know what until next time i am john miller and let's play it by ear right here on locked on mizzou